Welcome to Arise Life, a community of believers being equipped, empowered, and released into their destiny. For more information, go to ariselife.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Well, listen, guys, you did it. You're amazing. This is incredible. Uh, If one thing COVID taught me is it is good to gather. Anybody found that to be true? That you by you ain't all that good? And uh, I, I, you know, one of the things is we were thinking about going online, we we're like, well, we could do a message. And I'm like, I don't need to hear a message. I need to be with y'all. Like, that's why we come together. We can get messages online, but we come together. And so, so excited for today. Um, if you're joining us online, it doesn't mean you're less of a believer in Jesus Christ. <laughs> hear me on this. This, we've been talking about this. This has been a masterclass in how to hear God's voice. And here's the most important thing to understand about hearing God's voice. Nobody can do it for you. You have to hear for you. So you at home who've heard God just say, stay home, well done, well done. We're so excited. And you who felt called to be here, well done. And that's what we, how we've navigated COVID. Some have felt like God said, take a vaccine. Others said, God said, don't. Merry Christmas. We, this is how we walk because and this is, Paul talked about it this way. For some, it would be sin to eat meat offered to idols. For others, they said, I don't see a problem. And God said, do as your conscience dictates. In other words, as God leads you to do. Does that make sense? Now, are there some exclusions? Okay, you, you're really scaring me right now. Okay, don't murder. What are some other exclusions? Come on, help me out. Don't murder. Don't eat all the brownies. Don't eat... That's the highest crime. What else? What? Don't kill. Come on. Don't steal. Don't betray a friend. Come on. Don't worship other gods. Straight up. God's not going to go, I think you should check out Baal. No, no. Listen, listen. I, I, uh, a, a friend of mine uh, in England was telling me about a friend of his who is a, a national level prophetic voice. And this pastor came to her and said, you have screwed up this woman in my church with this prophetic word you gave her. He's like, well, what? And thankfully, this uh, woman, she always uh, kept uh, audio cassettes, it's way back, of when people had received words. And so she agreed to meet this woman and the pastor in her office, and she played the tape. It was like an hour long. About 35 minutes in, she goes, see, I told you. What was it? The word was, God will give you what your heart desires. She said, and I desired that woman's husband. That's what we call the spirit of stupid. Okay? God will not violate his word, right? What are the signs that you're hearing God's voice? It's going to be the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is love, not lust. Joy, not... That's a little freaky. Uh, Not peace, not apathy, right? We look for these things as we've been praying. And anybody felt in the last couple weeks that you've been blown to and fro by a thousand voices, particularly is leading up to this. Who here watched like way too much weather television in the last couple of days? You're like, Lord, speak to your serpent, right? No, the thing is, is if you are trying to discern the voice of God through the, wet, the meteorologists, it really kind of, what was the primary voice coming through the weather? Death, Death <laughs> destruction, we all gonna die? No chicken, no bread, no, yeah, anybody milk sandwiches, right? Definitely toilet paper. Who's got their toilet paper? No. And, and so the thing is, is 
when we hear fear, we know we're not hearing Jesus. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't do the thing fear is talking, or we shouldn't, how do I say it? If fear is saying don't do it, it doesn't mean that's the, do the opposite. But what it means is I can't hear very well until fear comes down. And so we had, to, we had to fight with this because the enemy came at us and he was like, oh my gosh, you will be responsible for the deaths of people. <laughs> Anybody here that the enemy ramps things up in your mind? Okay, seriously, I need help here. Okay, okay, thank you. People are like, yeah, sometimes, never, not very much. No, and the Lord said, they are adults. And he said this to me. He said, Peter, if you say no, you took away their ability to say yes. You said, I will hear God for you. Listen, is there a mediator between God and man? Jesus. Anybody else? No. Each of us has the Holy Spirit. We get to hear. But anybody here, when you're struggling, you want somebody else to hear for you in place of you and to take all the responsibility? Anybody found that adulting can be hard? Like you're like, oh my gosh, so if I make this decision, it's all on me. Nobody to blame. (laughs) Awesome. Well, listen, today we're going to break back down to simple terms, hearing God's voice. It's super simple and it's not complicated. Why do I know this? Jesus said, unless you become a child, you can't enter into or see the kingdom of heaven. So if a child hearing God has to be simple enough that a child could do it. But anybody here felt like hearing God was super complicated? Thank you. Thank you. Yes, people do make it this way. Anybody heard? Now, welcome to my 700-hour master class on hearing God's voice. You could do that, or you could just go through Snowmageddon 2022. And so let me just explain really quickly. We already talked on this about how to hear God's voice. Now, you've got three voices inside your head. People are a little terrified. You have voices in your head. Okay? Well, first of all, you have your own thoughts. Anybody here had thoughts today of your own? Three of us, four of us. We'll pray for that later. Okay, so you have your thoughts. What do your thoughts sound like? Your thoughts are logical. Now, some of you have been accused of being illogical. It just means you have a different logic than the person you're talking to. Your logic means you have a thought, and it leads to a thought, and it leads to another thought. Any, do you know what I'm talking about? Who here, when you've been lying in bed at night and you've just been lying there and your brain starts drifting and you think really weird thoughts? But then you can figure out, if you take a moment, you're like, how did I start thinking it? You can follow a little trail of bunny rabbits all the way back. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's our thoughts. But then there's another type of thought and it's spontaneous thoughts. Spontaneous thoughts come out of nowhere. Anybody here, you've been driving along down the road and suddenly somebody pops into your head that you haven't been thinking about. That's a spontaneous thought. comes out of nowhere. Spontaneous thoughts are coming from the spirit realm. Now, there's two options in the spirit realm. Let's start with the negative. Where could negative thought, spontaneous thoughts come from? Huh? The enemy, right? The enemy. The enemy. Has anybody ever had negative thoughts pop into your head? No. No. Warren's going to pray for us all. Just release. Okay, who, okay, I'm not going to have a competition of who's had the worst spontaneous thought. Anybody had some thoughts that were so bad, like you're thinking, if people knew I thought this, they would like defriend me immediately and send me to an island, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? You're like, yeah, what do I want to do today? Axe murderer. 
no! <laughs> like, like the thing is, is the enemy gives you negative thoughts, but if you grab hold of them, guess what happens? They become yours. Anybody here got in a spontaneous negative thought and then you explored it? <laughs> what happens when you explore a negative spontaneous thought? Negative fruit? I mean, surely somebody... Thought pattern. Bad stuff starts to happen? Guess what? It starts to manifest bad fruit. So what is some bad fruit that we might expect from listening to the enemy? Huh? Self-hatred. One second. Self-hatred. All right. What did you say? Fear. Ooh. I haven't tried any of that this week. Awesome. Suicide. Come on. Suicidal thoughts. What else? Shame. Shame. That's my specialty. Unbelief. Lack of peace. Worry. Lack of peace. Uh, shame. Oh, what was yours, Scott? Unbelief. Unbelief. Yeah. Ooh offense. Ooh, offense. I've got a whole fence of that. Unworthiness. Betrayal. I think we might be able to go all day on this. Anybody feel like we could? All right. Uh, all right. So here's the deal. If these things pop up in your heart, where did they come from? Now, here's the thing. Anybody found dialoguing with the enemy brings nothing but more of what the, the first fruit was? What happens if I have an apple? How many seeds are in an apple? Anybody? Four or five? Okay. If I take an apple and I plant those four or five seeds, what's going to happen? It might sprout. Let's say I get four or five trees. How many apples are in each tree? <laughs> anyway, when you take a thought of the enemy and you plant it in your heart, what can you expect? Fruit multiplied. Anybody tried this out just for kicks? Four of us? The rest of us pray for us. We're just horrible people. Anyway, okay, so here's the deal. So this is the reality is you can know a tree by its fruit. This is not complicated. This is why a child can do it. Children, this is why. Have you ever had this situation? A child will see somebody walk into the room and they're like, whoo, stranger danger. Yeah. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Why? When all the adults are like, no, that's Uncle Jimmy. He's great. Because children don't get confused about fruit. Children pick up on fruit really quickly. They're like, don't tell me he's safe because I know he's not. Right? This is, I want to just say right now, if you as a child were told you're wrong because you were sensing something, I just want to encourage you right now to forgive. And please forgive the adults who shut you down because God was speaking to you and they weren't listening. All right, so here you go. You got it right there. So, so this is the thing. What do we do when we get negative thoughts? Whether we're already like to the third generation of apple trees or we're on the first one, the only thing you can do is give it to Jesus. Why? That's why he died. To take all the results of sin on himself. Jesus, he says this. Don't dialogue with the devil. Nothing good ever comes. Remember Eve? How did that work out for her, dialoguing with the devil in the garden? Kill all mankind. You know, nah, right. Don't dialogue with the devil. The minute we come to our senses, bring it to Jesus and say, Jesus, he said this. What do you say? Because that's 
The third type of thoughts, which are from where? Okay, read along with me. God. <laughs> it's the kindergarten church. God, right? The source. Now, if this is what we can expect bad thoughts to be from, what can be the fruit of a God thought? Spontaneous goodness. What else? Friendship, encouragement. I can't. Wait, 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 you guys are too quick. Peace. Uh, wait, wait, I missed a couple. Life. Courageous. Ooh. See, you know what courageous is? It's in the face of fear, knowing what to do and having peace to do it. That is a perfect example. Oh, good one, Joanna. Courage. Identity. Well, I, I heard identity. What else? Creativity. Strategy. Like, you know what happens with strategy? You suddenly feel options. You feel powerful. You feel like you can move forward, right? Oh, yesterday. What, what about us? What about well, we were like, well, do we cancel? Do we not? Just like hacking all of this all around, you know? <laughs> okay, this is me. Because, well, because the worship team couldn't make it. I was like, well, we don't have worship. So like, what the heck do we do? How do we roll with this? Like, and we were like, well, we cancel or we go as, as normal. Well, as normal is not an option. So what are the options? And I feel like we, we got to this place where we settled in and creativity started to flow, right? We're like, okay, let's mix it up. Let's do something completely different, right? So, and I feel like that's just such a picture of what's possible, right? In businesses, in, every, in relationships, in every situation, is just come down, tune into God, and look for other options, right? Where creativity can start to flow, and you're like, okay, well, we've always done it this way, but what if, right? What if we did this? Right? And then there are like multiple options manifest. Come on. Masha said this fascinating phrase, and I'm, I'm going to butcher it. But she said this. She said, when all, when all the normal options aren't options anymore, then all there are are God options. In fact, that's the point when God invades. When you can no longer do the normal, that's what... And God's like, finally, I get to play. <laughs> right? Like, who here you can box God out of your life? With the very word God gave you. You start doing exactly what he, you're like, I'll take it from here, Lord. And God's like, can I come? <laughs> right? And so, so here's the thing is with that comes power, comes joy, comes hope. And listen, don't get it confused. If you're following God, it's not going to bear these fruits. Now, it doesn't mean you've lost God. Don't get it twisted. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't, don't run away from going, ah! Like, you know, like, have you ever seen this, like, in the movie, somebody gets lost in the fog, and then they get freaked out, and they run? What happens? They get more, yeah, they run over somebody, they get more lost, right? When you, the minute you come to your senses, stop. You might be only one step off the path. You might have followed God right up to this point. But in that moment, God, what do you say? Don't move until you get back to here. Because only out of here is their wisdom, is their life. And so <clears throat> what I want to say is, is the difficulty is there's generally two types of people in hearing God's voice. There's what I like to call the naturals. Who are my hyperintuitive feeling people? Okay, so a feeler, you know what I'm talking about. You walk into a room and you're like, safe, safe, fault, no. Mm -mm 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 -mm. <laughs> people are like, ooh, a little too real. <laughs> 
You're like, I know where I'm sitting. You know, and you talk to people who are not feelers, and they're like, what kind of weird witch are you? (laughs) No, but I'm going to tell you, as a fellow feeler, this is what I've come to understand. What happened to us is there was a moment of trauma. See, each of us has a space suit around our spirit called our will. We get to choose what has access and what doesn't. But if we went through trauma, the lie we believed is I've lost that. I can't control it. What affects me? So I, it's fight or flight. Run away. And so what happens is all the stuff out there can get in you. Here, who here? You can walk into a place. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. <laughs> Feelers? True? That's a sign. I can't control what affects me. I've got a word for you. God says you can because it's called self-control. It's a fruit of the spirit. And God wants to restore the authority you have over your own mind to tell you how you think. You get to reject those things. Those are not you. You get to, I've given this example in Russia. I was walking into a Metro. It's like a, a Sam's Club or whatever. And I was having a great day and I walked in. And as I walked through the doors, I became enraged. I was like, ah, and it felt like me. I was happy, now I'm enraged for no good reason. I walked three aisles up, now I'm so depressed, I'm suicidal. I'm like, okay, I know this isn't me. It better not be me. And God just tapped my shoulder and he said, see that woman? That's her. If it's not me, then I can give it to God and I can, and I can pray for the person, right? Discernment, but I don't have to carry that. If you're a feeler and you've been told you have to carry that, that's your portion, or you have to run away from it, you have to... No, God wants to give you self-control so that you can be powerful to re- in the places where you identify darkness and danger and difficulty rather than simply... Uh, does that make sense? But then there's the rest of us. Naturals. Who are my naturals? In other words, you're like, I don't hear anything. Blink twice. Come on, there you go. Awesome, you are my people. So, because I went through a period of time like that because I got so burned on hearing God, I shut everything down. So this is the thing, is you build this wall right here, this Chinese wall. You're like, nothing gets through. Nothing can touch me. I filter everything. I am a logical being. I, who are my people? Blink twice. I see you. Okay, good. You're my people. No, yeah, it's like they're like, no, no, I, I do not. I control my thought. But we build this filter that any weird, because here's the problem with spontaneous thoughts. They're weird. They're out of nowhere. They don't make sense. And so what do we do with them? We, we have a little, uh, we flush constantly. That was weird. Don't know what that was. Woo, windshield wipers, right? You know what I'm talking about? You're like, so What happens is if the feeler, God can give you self-control so you, because listen, just because you can discern somebody's dangerous doesn't mean you're hearing the word of the Lord. You're hearing this. So give it to Jesus and hear what he says, right? So in the same way for the, the person who can't hear or think you can't hear, God is speaking, but we have to stop and give them a chance to speak. I feel like it's the same thing with dreams. Um, like, like, especially if, like, if you have nightmares and stuff like that, just give them to Jesus and just thank him that you get dreams, period, right? Yes. And don't, don't get shut down. I feel like it's for some, especially for some of the kids, um, just because you have bad dreams, it doesn't mean that God can't speak <coughs> through, through dreams and just, just give the bad stuff to God. Exactly. Well, and I want to say with that is don't dig in nightmares for wisdom. Don't dig in piles of manure for diamonds. 
Does that make sense? If God wants to speak to you, he can speak to you in a way that will bear this fruit. God is not weak. He's able to speak to you. He can even speak to you about dangerous things with the fruit of the Spirit. So a big thing for me um, when um, I finally kind of was, was learning how to hear God's voice uh, was the realization that he speaks quickly, right? So Natasha, if I, if I ask you how you're doing today, how are you? Good. You're good. How long did it take her to respond? Right? So it's fast. So a lot of times I was taught that you ask God a question and then you like wait for a year or two, right? But it's usually as you are asking the thought, the spontaneous thought is already there with an answer. So the more disciplined we become with just catching those thoughts as we are talking, dialoguing with God, as we are asking him questions, the first positive spontaneous thought that comes um, is usually him speaking to you. Now... For any of you, when you're watching TV, you, who are my, my people? You zone in and you can't hear anybody else. Okay, so, so that's Danya. That's Danya. I see that here. So, and, and we walk this out. So I will talk to Danya, and I get no sign that she can hear me. What am I going to do if I need to talk to her and she can't hear me? Maybe pause the TV, maybe walk in front of the TV, tap her on the shoulder. Because me being evil... I know how to reach my daughter. How much more your heavenly father? He's not playing hard to get. This is something we have to establish. It says in Hebrews, it says that he or she who comes to God must believe that he is. is. <laughs> well, that's kind of duh. Like go looking for somebody who isn't there. That's kind of crazy. And that he is a what? Rewarder. Rewarder of whom? Those who seek him. Huh. What's the reward of someone who seeks God? They find him. Relationship. Listen, God's not playing hard to get. If you seek him, you will find him. That's the promise. It's not according to your effort. It's according to his goodness and his might and his love. So there's a couple, couple things. You know, it says in John that my sheep, Jesus said, my sheep. Am I saying that word sheep. correct? Yes, you are. You've, you've mastered it. <laughs> Higher levels. Higher levels. My Russian accent. My sheep hear my voice, right? So if you're one of the sheep. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, and I've got good news. Do you know the single defining characteristic of sheep? Stupidity. <laughs> but they know the voice of the shepherd, right? So some of us go into panic mode and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm not a sheep. I don't hear anything. You do. Like, start, just start receiving it for yourself that you do hear his voice, that he's speaking to you. That you are one of the lambs, And right? so we're going to give you some tricks. Tricks, that sounds bad. We're going to give you some strategies for being able to, whether you're a natural, that, uh, that a natural, to be able to eliminate this so you can hear this. And strategies for those of you who are learners to begin to pick up on those spontaneous thoughts. He has been speaking all the way along. So there, uh, all of us are different in the way we perceive, um, just like in, with learning styles, they're finding out that there's different learning styles, right? In the spirit, um, all of us get information. We can get information multiple ways, but usually we have a primary way that's easier for us. So some of us will be seers, we'll be seeing pictures. Who am I, who people who see pictures? When you ask God, you see pictures. Yeah. So Jesus said, I... I do what I see the Father doing, right? 
So you will see pictures. Some of you will see with your open eyes. You will see visions. Who, who are the people who like actually get visions and see angels and see stuff? Okay. So that's probably your, maybe your primary way that you see. Then there are hearers. Come on. Those who hear. You, it could be like a thought or a phrase or um, you can actually hear an audible um, voice. So those are all hearing, right? Um, Peter has talked about feelers, right? You feel stuff. You come into the room and you feel the atmosphere. Um, you can sense and feel what the Lord is doing. You can feel the direction to move in. So that's number three. And then there is knowers. Who am I knowers? Like you know on the, dip in, on the inside what to do. Like you just have a sense. Yeah, I definitely operate in that. I just have a, um, like a confidence <laughs> inside. I don't know how I know, but I know um, the direction. Let me say something really quick about feelings and about knowing. Those are so disregarded in our society, right? We're a logical society. And so if you have been shut down for your feelings, remember how I said like a child saying that guy's dangerous? Mm -hmm. If you've been shut down because you knew and people are like, tell me how you know, explain it to me. And you couldn't justify it. I want to say as a leader, as a father, please forgive us for your sake. Because God wants to re-release that gift to you and it be a gift. Be a gift. Now, granted, we have to navigate the gift. We have to steward the gift. But that gift, um, he, it's, in, it's the same thing, is it doesn't need to be justified. Okay. So, so what are the four things? Hearing, seeing, feeling, and knowing, right? So he will speak to you. Sometimes he will mix it up, right? Um, but just pay attention and just kind of think what is your primary um, way that you connect and hear. So, so Masha said, one key is the first thing that pops into your head. Now, the first thing that pops into your head, it's either going to be what? It's going to be good, bad, or neutral. Give me an example. God, what do you think of me? I love you. What is that? Good. Okay, let's try it again. <laughs> We're now having sound effects. All right, so, okay. What, let me say this again. I love you. Is that good or bad? Okay, this should not be complicated. I've got to say this again. If it's complicated, it's not Jesus. Okay, I am so disappointed in you. Bad, right? So good, bad. Super simple. All right. I love you. Uh, God, what do you think of me? You guys are... Uh, that may be me, right? Yeah. Well, well now, but let me give you another one. Ice cream. What do you think of me? Ice cream. That's, good. That's neutral. Well, you say good. But here's the deal. If I say something to Danya and it doesn't make any sense, what's she going to say to me? What? what? That's how children are, but we're too smart for that, aren't we? Oh, yes, Lord. Ice cream. <laughs> I receive the ice cream of the Spirit into my being. No, a child goes, why ice cream? Because it's sweet and everybody wants it. You're saying that's who I am? Yes. Woo, right? No, but he wants a conversation. God does not want to be Google. He doesn't want to give you information. He wants conversation. Why does God want conversation? Why do you think? He wants relationship. Is it a conversation? Do I have a relationship with Google? 
No, but I have a relationship with Masha. Why? Because there's dialogue back and yeah. forth. God wants dialogue. That's why for years it didn't make sense to me. I would be in the Christian circles where they'll be like, it's all about relationship with God. But no one ever taught us like how to hear his voice. I was like, how the heck do I build a relationship? So it felt like my relationship with him was like with the president of the United States, right? Like I know about him. I like read messages from him or hear on TV. But, like, I have no way to, like, personally connect, right? And so once I started to understand how to personally connect, that was a huge game changer. Come on, come on. So um, let me just take a picture of this because we're going to have to erase it because we've got so much ground to cover. Awesome. So here's the deal. Uh, yes, we have a question from the floor. Here, wait, wait, wait. Let me, hip, 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 hip. For our viewers online, Warren has a question. Go, Warren. need to come up. Okay, so an indicator, let's say you're having trouble hearing God's voice, but you're having negative feelings about yourself constantly. Yeah. I'm not saying that's me, okay? <laughs> but if you're having negative feelings, is that an indicator that you might be a feeler? Oh, very good question. So the question Warren asked was, if I'm having negative feelings about myself all the time, could that be an indicator I'm a feeler? Hmm. What do you guys think? Two things. Feeling, ask God, exactly. Take those, you nailed it. I, I don't know why we got to do this. Ask God, and yeah, with those feelings, but, it, but ask him for some indicator. Take those feelings to God. God, why do I keep having these feelings? Where are these coming from? Conversation, right? Dialogue. I know these are not your feelings towards me, right? Why do I know that? That's why it's important to get into the word, get into the scripture. When you know how God feels about you according to scripture, then you can start to have a healthy suspicion about things that are not him. Does that make sense? All right. So what I want to say is we're going to do some exercises here in a minute. Everybody stretch. Okay. No, what we're going to do is last week, if you were here, we were talking about Nehemiah. So Nehemiah, right, he's just doing his life. He was probably a very high-level logical person, right? He's a CFO, right? You know, he's not making his financial decisions out of feelings. He's logical, right? He's a logical guy. And God invaded. God invaded with what? Feelings. Wow! See, here's the deal. You might have a main way of hearing, but God can use any of those to reach you. He suddenly has feelings and he doesn't know what to do with them. He's overcome with grief about the people in Jerusalem and about the destiny that's on Israel and the fact that he is living his life over here and they're still struggling over there. And so in that moment, that grief, he doesn't know what to do and he enters a dialogue with God. Now, we were, next week we're going to talk about it. For two, I think it's two and a half months, he stays in this place. Who here doesn't like un, 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 negative feelings, difficult feelings? Who here runs from them? everybody all of us like we're wired that way no but the reality is he entered into a dialogue negative feelings are not necessarily us they are an invitation to a conversation yeah what we got all right christine help me what about people who talk to you saying it's god but it's their own thoughts and you know because they are speaking against what god said for sure confirmed all right great question christine coming to us for, out from the internet uh christine from the internet no we know you christine um is this this is the question is what if people are saying stuff that you know is not god but they're saying it's god now first of all let me just say this if you have to tell somebody it's god it's probably questionable 
Okay, do you hear me? Listen, when God said, let there be light, he didn't say, let there be light, says God. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like light immediately was like, we're on it, right? The word of God has power to bring life. The word of God doesn't need to be propped up by, and thus says the Lord, the God of hosts who dwells among the cherubim. Now, if you hear a word and it manifests this in you and people are saying it's God, what do you think? Now, here's the deal. You are not, it's not up to you to hear for them either though. You do you, they do them. Does that make sense? But nobody can force a word. Who here has had a word forced on you? Okay, right now, let's just take a moment. Jesus, I forgive them. And I forgive myself for giving up my own authority over me to hear for myself. And I repent. But Lord, I release them too. Forgive. I'm just going to trust they were trying their best. But I just release them. Listen, nobody can be the voice of God for you. It's not okay. It's not okay, and it's not okay. Who's heard a word from somebody, and it just, just didn't sit right? Listen, I know people who have spent 30, 40 years of their life waiting on a word that didn't sit right with them. That's wrong. It's an opportunity for grace. We extend grace. We're all learning and growing, but really, the simplest way to start is with gentleness. So if you... Let, we'll step back for a second. If you... Listen, who here... Listen... Even if God speaks in an audible voice, I have a friend, he heard God speak with an audible voice. He has no idea what it meant, but he's been waiting on the word for years. Actually, honestly, it's been keeping him from hearing. Let me put it a different way. Who here, you feel like that, like you hear somebody say, I saw Jesus in the flesh, or I heard his voice audibly, and you're like, well, I'm just not a Christian, (laughs) right? Okay, I have a question for you. Do you hear me yelling at Danya? I do yell sometimes. Hopefully I yell because she, for a good reason. What are some good reasons parents will yell at their children? Danger. Danger and safety. Let me submit to you. God showing up in the flesh and God speaking to you audibly might be a sign that you're in danger. Because he prefers what? What does it say, Isaiah say about the voice of the Lord? Still, small voice. Why does he do that? Because he wants a relationship. Is it a I, I've given this example. When I'm, if I wrestle with Danya, do I bring my full strength? No. She's strong, though. You don't know. You don't know. It's getting that way. It's getting to that point. No. I know. It's, it, it's, it's a still small voice. So I limit my power. Why? So she can show up. God knows our weakness, and he limits his voice so that we can show up to a conversation. Because it's not, behold. It's like, I want to talk with you. I want to talk with you. So one of the things is, the last thing I want to say with this is, who here, you struggle to hear God's voice. Um, let me see. Who here, the number one time you're going to ask God for, for um, understanding is when you need direction. Who here, like you're, like you're going to be listening to God for direction. So here's the problem. If I were to go out on the, uh, on the Atlanta Raceway spe- uh, track to do, uh, or, oh, better yet, on the, uh, the uh, blue, um, what is it? The, um, oh, uh, oh gosh, what is that called? Um, yeah, the, not that. What's the highway that goes through the mountains? The Blue Ridge Mountain High Parkway. Blue Ridge Mountain Parkway. Have you guys been on that? It's incredibly beautiful unless you are terrified of heights, you know, and it just drops off on either side. If Danya is learning to drive, am I going to take her up there? No. 
Let me submit to you that in the places where we have great desire and a lot of emotion, it's really hard to hear God's voice. Why? Why do you think that is? We're emotions. Feelings are not truth in and of themselves. Right? So where do you think it would be better for Danya to learn to drive a car? Walmart parking lot. Why would I do it in a Walmart parking lot? Because there's no cars around. Am I, is she trying to go anywhere in the parking lot? No. There's no goal except to learn to drive. I submit the best way to learn to hear God's voice is in a place where it doesn't matter. Does that make sense? So we're going to do a little bit of that later. That's why we came up with a bunch of these exercises 15 years ago it, because I was passionate about people learning to hear God's voice in a way they could verify so that when it came down to brass tacks, they could hear God for themselves in the places that matter. Does that make sense? All right. Whew. Jesus. All right. So what we're going to do is you got paper and pen. Everybody got paper and pen? All right. All right, and you online people, I'll probably be talking a little bit more with you in a minute once I've released these folks under their own recognizance. If you guys remember, last week we were talking about um, Nehemiah. Nehemiah is waiting on the Lord, and suddenly the Lord, I mean, not waiting on the Lord at all, he's just doing his life, and the Lord invades. And I said this thing is the things that move our hearts, the things that bring us to tears, the things that cause us to weep, things in the world that are not as they're supposed to be are often in alignment with the things God has called us to bring heaven to earth in. And they might be seem overwhelming, like in his case, like how do I get over there? It might be really close. We, I was talking with one gentleman, it's, it's marital brokenness. His marriage is struggling and, and that's the thing that causes him to weep. Listen, God wants to meet you. It's the things that caught, break, his, break our hearts are gonna break his heart. And he wants to empower us in those areas. So the first thing I want you to do is just simply do this. Close your eyes and ask God, God, what breaks my heart? Now, if you're not a feeler, you're, not a, you're a logical guy, you might go, I haven't had feelings since 1997. That's okay. Just ask God, God, what breaks my heart or moves my heart? And grab the first thing that pops into your head and write it down. One of the things that's super helpful is to write things down immediately. Don't throw them out, even if you don't understand them. Grab a hold of it, write it down. And if you don't understand it, ask more questions. If you do understand it, ask more questions. God, what is this? How can this be? What's going on here? Why, why am I so passionate about this? Nobody else seems passionate about this. Why is this? Just keep asking God, how does this connect to who I am and who you've made me to be? God, what moves my heart? What moves your heart in me? Grab a hold of that. Just write it down. And like I said, it's really helpful to write the conversation, even write down the questions you have for God and the first things that pop into your head. Now, if you get a negative thing, toss it away, give it to God and ask him for something else. One of the things I'll ask God about is about like anybody watching movies and certain movies get your heart. Ask him why that is. The next question I want you to, to ask is this, God bring this to, to earth. What is, how does this specifically apply in my life? What are, how does this connect with my life? Where are the areas specifically that you want to bring heaven to earth? You want to bring change. Again, just write it down. If you get questions, keep asking questions. Keep asking questions. Keep asking questions.
<coughs> don't, don't steal off anybody else's paper. No copying. Um, you do you, and don't compare. Some of you are going to write whole novels, and others of you will write one word. It's okay. The final thing I want you to ask is, why me? What is it about me that you would put this in my heart? Why me? Why me? You've got to imagine Nehemiah was asking that. Why me? Why me? Why would you call me? Um, what is it about me? How you've wired me? My gifts, my calling, who I am. Why me? You at home, you can follow along. We're going we're gonna to do some very practical activations here in a second. So what we're going to do, here's the deal, is God's, who are my scientific people? Like, you like things orderly, logical. Come on. God's voice should be verifiable. Anybody here verified God's voice the, the long haul? You're like, it's the Lord! Three years later, maybe not. Do you know what I'm talking about? You verified the Lord. Wouldn't you like to verify the Lord earlier than that? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Okay. I, I remember I blamed the Lord so bad for my whole life going down in flames. It took him seven years to get me to the point where I could admit, maybe it was me. <laughs> oh, come on. All right, here we go. Awesome. So here, what we're going to do is you're about to receive an UNO card. Now, we have fasted and prayed. This is a clear, this is, by the way, no games. I, this is a fresh deck. We have not stacked this deck. We have fasted and prayed over it. I haven't eaten anything since this breakfast this morning. Anyway, and so what, what's going to happen is we're going to do a couple of exercises. Now, first of all, this is the Walmart parking lot. You need to give yourself freedom. Now, Paul says we hear in what? Part, right? We hear in part. So if you get... 100% on these activations, we have to stone you or something because you violated scripture. Listen, this is a great place to try. Now, I, 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 uh, I took uh, Masha, um, uh, I gave her her first driving lesson. Yeah. <laughs> with, a, with, a, um, with a stick shift. Yeah. She had never driven at all. Needless to say, praise God, that tree was small. Anyway, <laughs> that's the truth. Anyway, moving right along. No, so we, listen, we're going to keep it low level. So what we're going to do is I'm going to do something I want you to do right now. Just uh, what I want you to do, I want you to, now, don't, uh, I want you to think of a good historical character, somebody who really brought change to the world in some way. A good, his, grab the first thing that pops into your head. If you're a guy and you get a woman, just hold on to whatever you get. Just grab the first one. Good. No Stalins. <laughs> <You know? laughs> All right. So here's the question. What was so awesome about them? How did they bring good change to the world? What was about their calling? Who were they? What was so great about them? All right. What we're going to do, if you guys can help me. Oh, there you go. And... Uh, Masha, unfortunately, you and I are sitting out. And uh, here, I'll give you some more. And Jasmine, can you help me pass out that side? So you're going to get a card. Do not show it to anybody. If you're super prophetic, don't show it to yourself. Um, no. no, that's a joke. <laughs> People are like, ooh, no. Um, what's going to happen is you're going to meet up with a person in a second. And here's how it's going to work. You're going to tell them the person you heard that, you, that popped into your head. You're going to tell them what was awesome about that. And you're going to say this phrase. You ready? Yeah. 
I feel like this might be for you. Did you hear how gentle that was? Is it easy to go, maybe not? I felt like this was for you. Now here's the last thing. Does it mean anything to you? At this point, the other person's going to do what? They're going to do give feedback, not Christian feedback, by the way. I don't know. I'll just pray about it. No, no. You can say, wow, I don't know. Or, huh, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it, but I don't, I don't know. Or you could say, you could say, oh, wow, it does touch me, but I don't know how or why. Right? Does that make sense? Honest feedback. This is super fast, by the way. No, okay. I want no evangelization, no deliverances, no inner healing sessions. Okay? Super quick. <laughs> I heard this, I felt it like this, and I felt like it was for you. Does it mean anything to you? Give a response, and then back and forth. Does that make sense? Is this complicated? Okay. Does everybody have at least somebody? You did go to history class through. Okay. All right. You guys ready? What's going to happen is, if you have a red, you're going to find someone with a yellow. So if you have a red seven, you're going to find someone with a red. A yellow seven, you're going to find someone with a red seven. If you have a green seven, you're going to find someone with a blue seven. So greens with blue, reds with yellow. Does that make sense? So I need, this is the, boys and girls, this is where we stand up and go find your partner. Move quickly, 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 quickly. All right, come on. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome at home. Listen, you can play along too, all right? So listen, if you are, maybe you're with two people in the room, then guess what? You guys are partners. You got an even number. You guys are partners. If there's three of you, go in a circle, like, you know, like one with two, two with three, and three with one. So that's if you're an odd number, if you're even number. If you're by yourself, guess what? You're not on your own. I want you to ask God just to highlight somebody in the comment stream or the likes and reach out to them with this. Does that make sense? Come on, guys. Step up. This is your time. We love you guys. You're part of the family, too. Love it. Love it. Huh? Um, all right. We are looking for green six. Green one. Who's green one? Green one. Green one. Who's green one? No, not same color. Blue with green, red with yellow. Okay, who's green? Master the beauty. It, it actually works awesome this way. Perfect. All right.
Right. All right. All right, guys. You should be already on the next person. No, no sermons, please. Don't lead them to the Lord. Keep, make sure to give feedback. Keep your cards. Keep your cards. All right. Be finishing up, please. No, no. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have a report here in a second. We're gonna have a full statistical analysis. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, come on, come on. All right, all right, all right. Please find your seats, please. We're gonna do so here. Yep. All right. Okay, Masha, you want to run the mic? All right, guys. Everybody, if they haven't given their life to Jesus, you can lead them later. All right. Okay. Hey, listen. If you met somebody for the first time and you want to get to know them later. We're snowed in, so it doesn't matter. You'll be here for a while. No, I'm joking. Joking. Joke. Joke. We're not. For those of you following along at home, it's not true. All right. Just five feet. No. Anyway, moving on. Who here was able to think of a historical character? Your eighth grade teacher will be so proud. Okay. Who here was able to think of what was good about them? You guys are so prophetic. Okay. 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 Who here, when the person told you the person, it meant something to you? Guys, this, somebody's got to fail here. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Who here, it really meant something to you powerful? All right, quick, come on up and share. Quick, I need three come people. Three people, real quick, come on. So um, me and him actually got the same people. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got George Washington, and he got George Washington. Ooh, come um, on. And so, but we got two different, like, aspects of George Washington. So he, I, for me, he got leader. And then for him, I got strategist. So George Washington was known for winning the war against the British. So. Come on, come on, Mike. Mike, With can you strategy. share, share yeah. your response? Yeah, we both got, we both have the same same person, and, and I just found out that we're not the only ones that had George Washington. What? So people, yeah, come on, so, we haven't even mentioned so, him today. Yeah, so I had gotten uh, uh, my image that came up over of, of George Washington was. Was him crossing the Potomac on icy night. Wow. And the leadership. Come on. Ooh. So good. And that did that mean something to each of you? What you yeah, heard? Yeah, I yeah. Did I, it strike your heart? Yeah. Well, yeah, recently first for me, recently I just feel like there have been some failures and where I felt like I've just kind of stepped down from stuff where I just felt like I failed as a leader. Mm-hmm. So I've just kind of like backed off of a lot of things. But um yeah, so that was kind of encouraging. And like the Lord reminded me, like, hey, you are a leader. Boom! Come on, well done. I think the strategy comes into, um, in fact, April, my wife and I were talking about this, of, of business. Ooh, of, of, I think the Lord kind of reflected on me of, of taking the strategy of, of turning the blessing that he's given me into a curse. Oh, come of on. Of all of the, 
the abundance. Ooh, come on. So best strategy of Ooh. rewiring that to make it a blessing again. Come on. So good. So good, you guys. Wasn't that amazing? It's two different. It's two. <laughs> come on. Well done. Isn't that amazing how they had the exact same thing, but something totally different? This is the reality is God will always start the conversation, but he'll take you in a different direction. Does anyone else want yeah. to? Come on, okay, Michelle. Come on, quick. Michelle. <laughs> All right, come on. Hey, I got uh, I got Amanda and I were paired up, and I got uh, Abraham Lincoln for her because he 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 was a changer. He was a changer for the entire come nation on. For, for forever, right? You know, and and I had read that that God changed His mind about it. You know, He was once again come on, come on. What He stood for, and, and he he was so that's a huge change. Did that speak to you, me. Amanda? Come on. And then for me, she got Smith Wigglesworth, which is really funny because years, about 15 years ago, when I read a book about spiritual warfare and I started, I told God, okay, I want to pray for the healing and they be healed immediately. I want to cast out demons. I want to raise the dead. And it was just like normal to me, but nobody else that I knew Mm. got it. And my life started going into a lot of spiritual warfare. And I picked up a book about Smith Wigglesworth. And no, I don't know where I heard about it because no one that I knew ever heard of him. So oh, I don't wow. know how I came oh, across it. Oh, wow. And I started reading. I'm like, okay, he was a regular person, mm. a plumber, I believe, yep. you know, and he made such a difference in people's lives. So God has a plan for each of us, no matter how small you think you are. So Look when you, you heard do. Smith Wigglesworth, did it strike your heart? Oh, I got chills. Come on. <laughs> so guys, that's the real sign of a word is you're going to feel it. You're going to sense it. Like it's not necessarily here. It's here. That's so important to pay attention. I, w- I want to okay, say that. We okay. have Sabrina okay. and Shannon over there. Whether they want to or not. Come on. Come on, ladies. Come Mighty on. women. Since you've been so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs friends when they can throw you under the bus? All right. <laughs> so um, I, I had to pray over it because as soon as you brought out the, these cards, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that. I saw no that. No fear. Fear go away. Come on. Um, but I got Abraham Lincoln, too. Come on. But what I got was he took division and he mended and healed. Ooh. Um, and I think that, and she got um, Rosa Parks for Ooh. me, which Come is on. kind of for civil rights and for someone who stands up for people. And, and that hit me hard wow. because I've always felt that I'm that person that mm. even, you know, at a younger age, I wanted to make sure everyone got treated Come on. the right way. Come on. And, you know, stand up to bullies and that kind of thing. So it's something I've always done. So I just thought that was. Wow. Woo! Well done. Come on. Hey, listen, guys, let me just tell you right here is this is so important. Who gets to determine whether the word is accurate or not? The person who receives it with God, right? They're the one who gets to determine. Remember, we talked about words being forced on it. So, so anybody here, you gave a word and you didn't feel like anything and the person's like, ah, it's on them. It's their, the person who receives it will, many of the most powerful words I've ever given, I'm like, I don't know, this doesn't feel like anything. Boom, right? You know, how can I tell if a light switch works? Light comes on. You'll find out the power of the word when it's, how it's received. And um, let, me, let me say this real quick. Um, Jeremiah, he's, he's having his first encounter with the Lord. And I love what God says. He goes, the word of the Lord came to me. Well, that sounds right. He said, what do you see, Jeremiah? Uh, I see a branch of an almond tree. Why do you think he saw the branch of an almond tree? 
because he was sitting under a tree. <laughs> Literally, God will use what's around you. It's not like complicated. But then God does a little play on words about what an almond tree is. And he gives him a word based on just a play of words. So then he goes, okay, this is how he called him to be a prophet. He's like, I'm teaching you how to prophesy. He said, all right. He said, then, okay. Then he said, uh, what the word of the Lord came to me again. What do you see? Uh, I see a pot that is boiling. <laughs> That is uh, kind of tilting toward the north. That's such a rich word. But again, God takes it and starts a conversation that gives a powerful word for the entire nation of Israel. God is inviting us to a conversation, but he almost always seems to start from these very innocuous places like historical characters. That's why we do this. You guys ready for another one? Yeah. All right. Okay. Keep your card. Everybody still got your card? Yeah. All right. What's going to happen um, you want me to do the fairy tale yeah. one? Yeah. All right. All right. Ask Jesus to show you a fairy tale character, a positive one. <laughs> and ask him what point in the fairy tale that character is and what obstacle they have to overcome for the happy ending. <laughs> Come on. And listen, you grab the first one that pops in your mind. Some of you won't get a fairy tale creature. You get something else. Grab mm -hmm. that first thing, okay? Mm -hmm. And just keep asking questions. Has everyone got it? Everyone got a fairy tale character? And where they're at in the story. Where in the story and, and what obstacle they have to overcome. And how they overcome it. And how they overcome it. Okay, now let me switch. And then what are you going to do? You're going to go to this person and say what? This is a fairy tale character I got. This is where they are in the story, and this is what they overcame. Does that mean anything to you? Does that make sense? Now, some of you are already freaked out, because how can God speak through fairy tales? Listen, he can speak through anything. He can speak through a donkey. You're in line. So, all right. So what's going to happen is, this time, I want red with green. So if you have a red seven, you go with a green seven. And a blue seven goes with a yellow Blue and yellow are together, red and green. Go find your partner, swing them round and round. Go quickly, go quickly. <laughs> Christmas. If you can't find your partner, come see Masha. She's a great matchmaker. Hey guys, welcome to you guys at home. We are loving being with you guys. I'm so glad you guys are being brave. You guys are stepping out. We'd love to hear some of your testimonies online. If you could just throw them up there on Facebook, we want to hear your testimonies. What worked, what didn't? Tell us. Give us feedback. This is super exciting. But I really want to encourage you. You're not left out. You're where you're supposed to be, and so God's making a way for you. If you're by yourself, I want you to reach out to somebody online. Be brave. Come on. It's actually great, right? You can do it without even looking them in the eye. Give it a shot. Hey, this is the fairy tale person I got. This is where I see him in the story. This is the obstacle they overcame. Does that mean anything to you? Let them in, see what they say. And so also for you, if you're, um, you know, again, if there's more of you in the room, Merry Christmas, that's your partner. Give it a shot. And uh, if there's an odd number, you know, um, you know, just maybe, or even an even number, you can do one, two, three, four. And so one is with two, two is with three, three is with four, four is with five, so on. Does that make sense? So let us know, though. We want to hear feedback on Facebook, okay? Love you guys. Take care. All right. Okay, guys. Bring it back in. Find your seats quickly. All right. If you really like the person, you can hang out later. Seriously. If you don't, you can ghost them. It's okay. All right. Well, that was awkward. All right. Moving right along. All right. Find your seats. 
Swing your partner round and round. I think we've lost some to the bathroom. All right. All right. Who here was able to remember a fairy tale or something? Three of us. All right. Okay. Who here, you were able to remember, like figure out a place in the story, an obstacle to overcome? Okay. Come on. So who here, when you were told the fairy tale character and the obstacle they overcame and all that, it actually meant something to you? Seriously, it's fairy tales. This is church. That shouldn't mean anything to you. Who here who hasn't shared um, is something really impacted? Well, before that, who it really impacted you, what you heard? Wow. Okay, somebody who hasn't shared, you want to jump up and come up here real quick and share? Come on. No pressure. Pressure. <laughs> come on up. Come on up. Quickly. Okay, I got paired up with Winston, and the fairy tale that first came to my mind was like the boy who cried wolf. Mm. And the word that I share with Winston is it's like the enemy will tell us, hey, wolf, you know, that, that's, that's the voice of the enemy because it's a lie. Oh, wow. Right? We have to listen to the voice of the Lord. That's what I was telling Winston. Wow. I said he's, he's been told things and heard things that weren't true. Come on. And that, that's, you know, that, hey, there's a wolf that... We've been told that about a lot of things in life, that we got to be in fear or, you know, hey, there's a wolf, you're going to die. Mm -hmm. But that's not what the Lord Come says. On. Come on. I love that. Did you notice how he flipped it? When he said the boy who cried wolf, who here immediately thought he was going to say that the, boy, the person was the boy who cried wolf, right? No. In, even if it's negative, God can flip it to a positive, right? Well done, James. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, um, what he said for me, he said King Arthur, like the Knights of the Round Table. Ooh, come on. Well, then he, this was prophetic to me because he received the sword. And it was when he received the sword, he became king. Mm. Well, to us, the sword is what? The word of God. Oh, come the on. The sword of the spirit. Come on. Right? Wow. And I'm like, and, yeah, and he said that he thought you know, that I would be a great leader. Mm -hmm. and, and I saw myself, I've seen myself being able to share the word of God with people mm. just wow. to speak it. And that, that's, I think that's. That's what being great is, is being grounded in, in the Lord Jesus Christ and sharing that with other people. Come on. Come on. Okay. Well done, bro. Mm. Oh, All right. Come on. All right. Come on, Jim. Come on down. You're the next contestant. Jim! Jim! Well, at first I was having trouble with the fairy tales because it's been so long. <laughs> but finally at the end, uh, the uh, Cinderella came to mind. Come on. And she was the one of lowly estate, the least regarded, but yet she ended up being the chosen one. Ooh, come on. And it's kind of like, you know, humility is rewarded. Mm. Did you connect with them? Did you give that point? Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. Andre. <laughs> yeah? Okay, come yeah. on. Come on. Did that encourage your heart for you that, that what you got connected? Well, yeah, I mean, it connected with me. That's what oh, I come on. Oh, sweet. Too. Like you too. Okay. Come on. Well, I will. That, do you know what? Who here, you got a word to give to somebody else, but you took it for yourself as well. <laughs> come on. That's legal, by the way. Come on. Well done, Jim. Well done. Come on. All right. Well, listen, guys, this is, who here was surprised that it was easy? Come on. It's not complicated. We make it complicated because we want to jump to the end. 
Just start the conversation. Just pick up the phone and dial. Just call. <coughs> and he's, he's going to answer. He said, call unto me and I will answer you and show you what? Great and mighty things that you do not know. So why are we surprised when we call out to God? He talks about things we don't know anything about. That's what he's going to do. He's going to start the conversation. He's going to move it in ways we can't imagine. Wow. Well, guys, how are, how are you guys doing? You guys good? Yeah. Yeah, we are. So, so yeah, bless and release you under. So I'm actually going to do one thing more. I'm going to do one last thing. You, um, if you guys want to return your Uno cards eventually, we'd love it. Uh, those are very highly valuable. They're, they're wanted on the open market. But what I want to do is I'm going to actually do one more activation, but we're not, I'm not going to pair you up. Okay. You guys ready? I want you to think of a tool, a tool of any kind. First tool that pops into your head. <clears throat> what is that tool? What is it good for? What does it get used for? What tasks can it achieve? How can it change its environment? What makes it powerful? Why does the person use it? Why do they like it? Grab onto that. What I want you to do is, the first thing is I want to tell you is that word is for you. That word is for you. I want you to grab onto it. I want you to ask God. I want it to initiate a conversation because the word of the Lord is always to start a conversation, not bring you to a destination. So even when we give words to other, it's to initiate their conversation with God. Maybe you got a word and you're like, I, I feel like it means something, but I don't know what it means continue the conversation. But here's the other part. There's somebody else here who needs the word you got for you. And I want you just to ask God before you leave today, who that's for and give it to them. Does that make sense? Just give it to that person and do, how do we give words? I felt like, ba 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 ba. Does that mean anything to you? Ba 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 ba. Right? Super easy, super low hanging fruit. All right. Does that make sense? Super good. It's a tool. What's it good for? What is it good for? Absolutely something. Um, so a tool, what is it good for? What does it do? How does it bless? What is the power in it? How, why do people use it? Okay. And then if you're really feeling prophetic, you might turn it. And I feel like how this applies to God using you in the world. Anybody, if you want extra credit with Jesus, he'll give it. All right. Does that make sense? All right, Jesus, we thank you because today is your day and you gave us ears to hear. You said your sheep hear your voice, that we know your voice, that you speak to us, that we can call to you and you will answer. You said if we seek you, we'll find you. Lord, you said that you are good. You are good. And so, Lord, I ask right now that you would transform our hearts and minds to be people that, that live just like you did with saying what you say, doing what you do. We love you, Lord. In your beautiful name, amen. Guys, go forth, be awesome, hang out as long as you want, make a snowman, um, whatever you like. We love you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs>